this is the Pie Boy Podcast. Boom. Here we go. Hitting it live. Welcome to the Pie Boy Podcast. I'm your host, Sparky. Just waiting for my Instagram live to get going. There it goes. Welcome. And happy haunting. It's almost Halloween. And I've got another story for you. Part two of Going Scaring, uh, episode 77. We're getting closer to that goal of 100 episodes. I'm really excited. Um, But here we are. Episode 77, Going Scaring, part two. So the next adventure. So we had gone to the girls' house and we scared the crap out of them. They're watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And now we go to my other buddy's house. My other buddy, Hambone, was his nickname. And he volunteers his house and nothing but trouble happens. So listen up. So chapter 89, going scaring part two. After the girls almost ate us alive for our prank and scare tactics, we begged my dad to hit one more house. Come on, Dougie, you know you want to scare one more house, my buddies yelled. My friend Bone picked up the next house for us. He volunteered his own house. Such a sweetheart. We will scare the crap out of my little sister and my mom, he said with a big smile on his face. What about your old man? Will he be scared? Asked my dad. He sleeps like a log, Dougie. Won't hear a peep, answered Bone. I had this bad feeling in my gut after he said that. The girls' slumber party had gone smoothly. We covered our bases. Calling ahead saved us from some buckshot in our asses. This time, we would wing it, just the way my dad liked it. We all cheered when my dad agreed upon one more scaring mission. He changed up the music this time, though. He popped in his favorite cassette tape, Hank Williams Jr.'s Greatest Hits. I think it's like 35 Greatest Hits, something like that. The song by his dad... Hank Williams Sr., the infamous, There's a Tear in My Beer, came on first. We all sang along with the hillbilly song as the big dog rolled down the road. We changed the chorus, though. We all sang at the top of our lungs. There's a tear in Lumpy's beer because I'm crying for you, dear. Which is hilarious to think about. Dad loved throwing people's nicknames into songs. It always made for a good laugh or a story or two. My buddy Hambone lived in the sticks. His house was at the end of a long gravel driveway he shared with other neighbors. It was pitch dark back there. No lights. I was scared, honestly. It looked like a scary movie waiting to happen. We approached the house and everything went silent. My dad decided to stay back in the big dog with a few of us. I thought it was dumb for all of us to go, and so did he. Lumpy, Snake, Bone, the Rubber Band Man, and Benny Haha volunteered for the suicide mission. 
The rest of us knew Bones' dad had guns, lots of them, and hated trespassers. Bone told us not to worry, though. If shit hits the fan, man, we can just run, said Bone. You gotta be messing with me, I thought. Before they left, Dad told them he would have the big dog running if they needed to boogie. Lumpy made him promise he wouldn't leave them behind. I knew my dad was bullshitting, though. I could see it in his eyes. Even as Lumpy pleaded with his big puppy dog eyes. I couldn't go for that reason. I didn't trust my dad. I sat at the back door of the big dog and watched the crew scale the stairs up to the front door. The other guys and I were the lookouts. I was not going to leave my dudes behind. Dad sat in the driver's seat anxious, with the engine running, ready to hit the highway if things got bad. Suddenly, he turned to the rest of us and said, I'm leaving them if they get caught, and begins to giggle as we waited. They got to the top of the stairs, and someone screamed out, He's got a gun! Run! The porch and the garage lights came on. The suicide crew begins running like wild animals at dinner time down the stairs and towards the big dog. Dad had already started to slowly drive away. The panic on my friend's faces was hard to see. I sat at the back door with my legs swinging around and I was yelling, hurry your asses up. The first three got to the door quick and we helped them inside as I left the big dog, as I felt the big dog start to pick up speed. Lumpy was still running and not fast enough. Dad hit the gas and Lumpy jumped for the back door, made it by the skin of his teeth. I caught his arms. His feet and legs were still swinging and I couldn't let go. Everyone cheered once we got Lumpy all the way in and we left the door open and my dad was laughing so hard that we were going to lose a few pie boys back there, he said. Snake then screams out, Doug, Doug, I see lights. A car's headlights showed up down the driveway from us. They were driving like a bat out of hell, sliding all over the road and flashing their high beams at us. Everyone got scared. Doug, floor it, said Lumpy. And I felt the big dog accelerate. Dad hit the gas and the big dog started to sway back and forth on the gravel driveway. It felt like the big dog was going to roll. Hold on, fellas, yelled Dad as we came flying onto Unger Road. The lights had disappeared, but Dad drove like a madman to save us from the bad altercation with Bone's dad. He never caught up, and he stopped somewhere around the Clark's Four Corners with his pursuit of the big dog. My heart was pumping out of my chest, and I couldn't have been happier. We made it home and stayed up all night laughing about the crazy night. Cheap thrills.
Mission accomplished. Later, we found out it was not Bone's dad that had chased us. To this day, we have no clue who tried to chase us and the big dog down his road. And I thank God they never caught us, whoever or whoever or what it was. Oh, man. So this getaway with the big dog. So a 1970s motorhome, any motorhome, you shouldn't be trying to escape. You shouldn't rob a bank in one of those things. You shouldn't be drive taking corners more than what the speed limit actually says for corners. Those things can roll so easy. And I don't know how we didn't roll this camper that time. And many times as I was growing up and going camping in this thing, it was like a cardboard box on the silhouette of like a Ford truck or Dodge truck is terrible. Um, I think it had a worse roll tendency than a Jeep. And I know Jeeps are really known to roll and the old Toyota Land Cruisers and things. It was worse than that. This thing would sway in just a little bit of light wind, let alone taking a corner, a 35 mile an hour corner at 55, which we did a lot. Yeah, it was pretty scary. And I have other story about the durability of the big dog uh that i'll tell later when i'd go into the origin stories of how we even got that janky motorhome that was our our family shagging wagon and scaring uh vessel and uh getaway car for other missions our hunting we used to go hunting in that thing i have another story about lumpy going hunting in the big dog for the first time and another story about how he is the only one that ever did a burnout in it and almost rolled it then with our buddy sauce and myself in in the motorhome with the door flying open so the door Speaking of the door, so we left the door open because it was broken. It never would shut. So we'd be driving down the freeway, going somewhere to go camping, going on the scary mission, and the door would just open. Uh, the latch to keep it shut was broken, and the lock was broken. So it would f flop open all the time. People could just roll out. My stepmom used to be neurotic thinking about it and hyper vigilant about people being by it especially my little brother she was scared and had these visions and would tell us that he was going to roll out the back thankfully it never happened lumpy was probably the closest in this situation me holding him as his legs were flopping around at 35 miles an hour 40 i don't know my dad was gunning it but lumpy liked this even though he was scared he liked living on the edge and I like living on the edge too. That's why I said like mission accomplished and cheap thrills and just the way I liked it being scared. I didn't want it to happen, but I, I knew being with my dad, he, something crazy was going to happen. We should have called the head. We're so lucky they didn't shoot us. I've heard so many stories growing up out in the boondocks out in Malala, Oregon city, Clackamas, Gresham, wherever, and people getting shot at or getting actually shot, BB guns, 22s. Uh, my dad said there was a guy that used to uh, shoot at him with um, rock salt. He put it in his gun when they would ride dirt bikes over in Berry Hill before, like in Oregon City, before it became the shopping center. It actually was a Berry Hill. A lot of people don't know that. 
and over at the town center that actually that used to be a giant field where the the town center mall is and whole bunch of people back in the 60s and 70s read dirt bikes and four by and tear shit up back there anyway yeah we just got lucky that we didn't get hurt or somebody didn't hurt us for being stupid and just trying to have fun trying to scare people it was fun it was very fun um what else any new thoughts about this story yeah, not knowing who it was is very strange. I remember sitting there with Bones' dad, Ham Bones' dad, and him saying, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I didn't chase you. Like, I heard your, your little shits out there trying to wake us up, and I didn't pull a gun. Ever, he swears he didn't pull the gun on us. He didn't chase us in the car. So who was it? I know we had a lot of weird neighbors back there, or maybe it was somebody, maybe it was the girls they tried to get us back or maybe it was somebody else that we scared on accident or woke up in the middle of the night. Cause this was like two o'clock in the morning. We're driving around people's property. Who knows? It could have been the neighbors who knows, but it was insane that they were chasing us. It was, it makes me think of, uh, the Tarantino movie. Um, Wow, totally spacing on it with Kurt Russell and he's stuntman Mike. Uh, wow. Anyway, but he hunts people with his car. He's a serial killer with his car. And there's a scene where he's chasing these girls that he meets at the bar. And he's about to like smash them with his car. And it makes me think of that scene, of, like seeing the headlights coming or... Um, whatever that scary movie is with the trucker that goes after the kids in the car that have the radio cause they're pranking him. And then eventually he's like stalking him with the, with the, the big rig. And yeah, it's just creepy, man. Something about bullying somebody with a car, trying to scare somebody with a car. It's easy to do. And these people did it, whoever they are. Maybe it was a ghost. I don't know. Spooky. Spooky for sure. My dad was a little scared. I know he was. And if I asked him now, he'd probably laugh about it. But then tell like, oh, I'd, my sister would be like, oh, yeah, dad was telling about that. Talk about that story again. And he seemed a little more scared than he wanted to admit to you about it. <laughs> he would have been the one that had to deal with this person. Right. Yeah. But keep it short and sweet tonight we'll get in that was the reflections and connections for our story this week uh the songs of the week though um so hank williams jr singing his dad's song uh there's a tear in my beer classic um i love hank williams i love hank williams jr i always have because of my dad playing it for me basically my whole life just ingrained in me and especially this tear in your beer song and for years after that my dad would joke and put lumpy's name in there there is a tear in lumpy's beer and we would just giggle and laugh and think about old times and i, I get those i get all the feels from that song 
and thinking about that. But then a new song as I was writing this, I'm excited about this because hopefully people listening to this will look up this band. I think uh, this album specifically where this song comes from is a great like Halloween spooky times like album. It goes along with that kind of screwing around, scaring people, wanting to be scared, going to haunted houses, zombies and scary movies. And it's literally called zombies. And it's by this band called the King Kong and barbecue show. And it's on this album called what's for dinner. Love it. It's, I don't think the album's even an hour long. It's really short and it's just two guys. Um, one guy plays guitar and drums, and then the other guy sings and plays guitar and they just make it simple, but it's beautiful. It's like a hybrid of, I'd say like doo-wop punk, um, Johnny Cash and maybe the white stripes. It's a weird combo. I had never heard this stuff before. This person I worked uh, with a few years back, um, it was like our first week together, and it was around Halloween when I started working. She's like, I got a great playlist. You want to listen? And I was like, sure, great. She was like this really hardcore punk rocker chick, and I was a little bit worried. And she's like, oh, I saw these guys last night. They're awesome. And I was like, what's their name? The King Kong and Barbecue Show. And I just laughed like, yeah, right. This is going to be some hipster weirdness. And she put it on and it's been in my heart ever since. I love I love that band. I love that album. They have a few different albums. I think they released one recently and I've missed them. For years coming to Portland, they're one of those bands that does show up in Portland. But since COVID, I'm sure they probably have not and don't have plans of coming. But yeah, really good stuff. And the zombie song, you got to listen to it. it. It goes along with my story. It goes along with Halloween times. It starts off really great. Um, not it's explicit. Don't play it around young kids but if you don't give a crap about that um listen to it zombies by the king kong and barbecue show and then also go listen to hank williams and hank williams jr it's honky tonk it's hillbilly stuff but it's classic it's the roots of country um it's not like the top 40 country stuff that you listen to these days it doesn't even sound the same but nonetheless that is our episode for this week go tune in next week for episode 78 um it's going to be halloween themed maybe talk about going to haunted houses my experience as a kid and with my friends maybe or something else spooky in that sense and yeah go check out the instagram go check us at sparky swain or the pie boy podcast go listen to the podcast tell your friends um and don't be scared to tell your story. Get out there. Thank you and good night. Happy hunting. We don't say goodbye. We say until next time. Peace. <laughs>